Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. In this episode, I'm going to answer a question that I get a lot, which is how do I know if a certain business partnership is the right fit or how do I utilize relationships, connections with others to grow my business. I got some thoughts on it. I got a lot of experience in it. Um, so uh, I guess first and foremost, there's a number of questions here. The, the first one, I'm going to get this out of the way, is um, is it a good idea or not to go into a business partnership? In other words, you go into business with somebody else. Um, so my answer is relatively simple. I think too many people go into business partnerships because, frankly, being really blunt with you, they haven't got the bottle to go it alone. That's, I've got to be honest, that's most of the business partnerships that I see set up are set up because they haven't got the bottle to do it on their own. And so consequently, you get two people partnering with one another who actually, they've got very similar skill sets, similar personalities, that they don't need to be in partnership together. In fact, they'd probably be better off alone. And the reason is because if you think about it, if there's two of you, sometimes more, three, four of you in a partnership, if there's two of you, you need the business to get twice the result. You need it to bring in twice as much revenue, profit, in order for you to get the same financial result. Um, and so what I see is a lot of time people um, go into partnership more out of convenience or from fear of not wanting to go it alone and therefore they need to get twice as good a result just to get the same end outcome for themselves and it doesn't really work. So um, that said, I have got some examples of where business partnerships are very smart and you should go into partnership with somebody else. So I think if you're considering going into business with somebody else or you're, uh, or, or you're looking for a business partner for some reason, the only reason you should really do that is because you're very aware of your strengths and your weaknesses and you're looking for a partner or you go into business with somebody who complements those strengths and weaknesses. So for example, if you are a front man or woman, you're a, you know, you're a speaker, you're an author, you're a content creator, um, but you are horrible at the uh, at the systems, the processes, the financials, the logistics of running a business, the tech. And you can find someone that has those skills and has no desire to be the front man or woman, perfect. That would be an ideal partnership. Um, so my, uh, I, I have a couple of businesses, one of which is a partnership um, with a friend of mine named Matt, Matt Elwell. The business is called the Elite Closing Academy. And the reason we went into business together is because Matt's got a very specific skill set around selling and closing, and he's also a brilliant front man. And the reason why it was a good partnership and still is a good partnership is, by the way, I have the ability to front a business, and that's how I've built my, my companies over the years, to be the face, the speaker, the content creator. But where I'm deficient right now is time. So I don't really have the time to be the front man and the face of the business and create loads of new content. I have some time, but not really enough to do it for a whole nother business. So 
Matt has the time and the skill to be the front man. And I also already have the bit he didn't have, which is the infrastructure. Um, in other words, the team that can do a lot of the, the heavy lifting when it comes to running the business day to day. I've already got the community, the audience built. I've already got the stages with my events. So it was a real easy partnership. He didn't have any of those things, but he's got the content and he's got the ability to front a room and be the face of the business. So um, it felt like a really good partnership and it has been. Um, you know, uh, in my previous uh, business partnership that I had with my friend Dan, um, I think he would say the same, which is that we had complementary skills in the, you know, he back then was a lot more strategic, financially minded than I was. I, I was just good at sales and marketing, um, but didn't really have any clue about how to run a business properly. And he was really good at how to run the business properly and the financials. Um, and he, he could do the sales and marketing, but he had no real desire to be the front man. He, he didn't really love doing the events like I do. Um, and so the reason why the business was successful short term was he was really good at the strategic bit, really good at the financials bit. And um, we were both good at sales and marketing. And I had the drive, the passion for the events. The reason that we parted company, um, which was all very amicable, was because his vision for what he wanted to do in business was very different to mine. I wanted to go bigger, better, make a bigger impact, reach more people with events. And he didn't. He wanted to run a business that was that was highly profitable but low risk um and didn't have any of the inconveniences let's say of running a big events company so um it was a great fit until it wasn't we parted company it was all good so i think when you're looking into business partnerships you're exploring opportunities to partner with somebody it's crucial that you know your strengths and your weaknesses and you know the other person's strengths and weaknesses as well. What I will say is this, um, make sure you date a lot before you get married. So Dan and I, we officially formally went into business together. I think it was 2013. We've been like best friends for, I'm trying to think how long it would have been, like 10 years probably. We'd done a lot of joint ventures and partnerships together before that. We knew each other. We understood how each other operated. I knew his strengths and weaknesses. He knew mine. Um, Matt, my current business partner in the Elite Closing Academy. Um, so Matt and I have known each other since we were kids. Um, and uh, so, you know, we've got um, uh, already a good foundation of, of trust and a connection there. But actually, we before we went into a formal business partnership, we had about 18 months where Matt was consulting for my company. Um, he was doing work. Uh, as a trainer, as a consultant, as a coach with my clients. So the clients got to know, know him. I got to see him in action. Um, I got to understand his strengths and weaknesses. He got to understand mine. So that when we went into a partnership, it wasn't like first date, let's kiss and get married and spend the rest of our lives together. Um, we'd been dating, if you want to put it that way, for a long time. So um, I, I think it's really important, I guess, to, to date a lot. Um, before you get married in terms of, uh, I guess, as a metaphor for business. Um, and actually, a great way to do that, and what I really wanted to share with you a lot in this episode is one of the strategies that I used to grow my business in the first place. I mean, now, today, we invest heavily in advertising on, on Facebook, in other areas. Um, we do a lot of marketing on social media. But 
actually how I built my businesses the first probably 10 years um, was mostly through joint ventures. So it was partnering with other people who, incidentally, many of them then became business partners later. Um, but it was partnering with people um, and me utilizing their assets and their audience, them utilizing my assets and audience. So I really feel that joint ventures are a great way. Business partnership is a big commitment. And so before you go that far in, I think joint ventures are a great way to test a partnership to see how it works. And it's a great way for you to grow your business anyway. So um, yeah, I guess a joint venture, um, and again, there's lots of different forms that these might take. So I think people get locked in to say, well, a joint venture is you email for me, I email for you and promote each other. And that's one version. But another version of a joint venture might be interviewing somebody on your podcast, or it might be having somebody speak on stage at your event, or, or it could be somebody sponsoring your event or podcast or YouTube channel or whatever it is. There's loads of different forms of joint ventures, but I can summarize them all by saying a joint venture is really nothing more than a mutually beneficial alliance between you and another person or another company. So in other words, you find a way to make it a win-win between you and them. Um, now, the, the thing with joint ventures is it's a long game. Like you're not, I wouldn't even recommend that you, you know, meet somebody at a networking event or, or however, you know, maybe you, you connect with them through an online group, Facebook group, or connect on LinkedIn or something like that. I absolutely wouldn't suggest that you go straight into a joint venture with somebody who you don't know. Because in order for a joint venture to work well, and of course, subsequently a business partnership, if that's the, the, the route you end up going long term, in order for that to work well, you've got to have alignment of values. Um, and so I think getting to know the person first, you know, meet them, connect with them, find out what's most important to them, understand their goals, their ambitions for their business before you then form a joint venture partnership. And then maybe later down the line, when you've joint ventured together for a while, it may become clear that this is a perfect fit, the synergy is great, and it makes sense to form a business partnership. Great example of this would be, um, well, I've got a number of good examples. So off the top of my head, um, Andy Harrington. My original mentor uh, worked for Andy when I was in my early 20s, I think I was 22, when I worked for his company in sales. Um, he was running an NLP training company, events company, um, and he took me on. And I left his company and started my first proper business as a freelance copywriter. And I've joint ventured with Andy a lot, even to this day. Um, in fact, we've got a joint venture happening next week as I'm recording this episode for you. Um, so he's promoting, uh, he's promoting an online event that I'm running next week. And I just promoted a webinar that he ran last week. And it makes sense because he trains people in public speaking skills, which I don't really do. And I teach people who are in the main speakers or trainers and experts in something. In other words, his market. I teach those people business strategy and lead generation and marketing skills. Um, the Elite Closing Academy teaches them sales skills. So we've got real complementary offers, so it's a perfect partnership. Now, um, Andy and I don't own a business together. I doubt we ever will, never say never, but there's no intention for me or for him to go into a business partnership, But um, and mainly because even we're, we're probably quite similar people in terms of our skill sets. We're both um, entrepreneurial, both front men for our businesses respectively, and so it probably doesn't make sense 
for us to go into business, but you don't know. Um, but it's a great joint venture partnership. Another great one um, is what, one of my best friends uh, over the last few years in, in this industry is Ryan Pinnock. And, you know, Ryan and I, great example. It's a bit, a bit of a love story, really. Um, Ryan and I, great story is that we knew each other. Um, he actually attended uh, some events for Andy's, with Andy's company when I worked with them, uh, worked for them way back, you know, 15 years ago. Um, and then we kind of like just kept popping into each other's world, you know, like we'd bump into each other at an event or then when he set up his business uh, running trainings, his first training business, you know, he sought me out for a bit of a bit of consultancy, a bit of advice about how he could market it better. Um, and it was actually only when eventually I, I started Expert Empires and ran the first one in 2017 with Gary Vaynerchuk as the headline speaker that Ryan reached out to me and he went, you know, I've, I've watched what you're doing um, and I, I just get a feeling that we're a really good values fit, a good alignment. And I'd love to partner with you on the Gary Vaynerchuk event. And so Ryan was actually the first sponsor that we had for that event. Um, and so he spoke on the stage. He went down a storm. The audience loved it. Um, and, you know, he's actually spoken at every single Expert Empires event we've run since. And we've done a number of different joint ventures. So um, and I think, you know, Ryan, I'm sure he would say if he was sat here with me, that he's benefited massively from that joint venture arrangement. He's brought in a lot of new clients into his business as a result of that. And same in the other direction. I, I would happily say that, you know, the joint venture relationship we've had has been extremely profitable for me um, as he's sponsored our events. Um, he's also brought in an audience into our world that we probably wouldn't have attracted otherwise. So I really believe that these joint ventures are a great way for you to um, grow your business without spending fortunes on advertising. Um, so, you know, like getting somebody, uh, like, let me think of an example outside of our little world. So, um, you know, let's say you're in health and fitness, like you're a personal trainer, you focus specifically on building fitness programs for people it'd be great for you to joint venture with somebody that maybe focuses more on nutrition and if you're in the nutrition side it'd benefit you to work with uh, or partner with a company that focuses just on training now what everyone tries to do which i think is foolish is they try and cover all the bases they want to be you know they want to be uh doing weight training they want to help people with weight loss they want to help people with cardio and and um uh, like training for half marathons, marathons, endurance training, that kind of thing. And they want to do nutrition and they want to do mindset. And if you try and do all those things together, you end up being nothing really to no one. You're a generalist. So actually my advice would be in that respect, not just for fitness professionals, but like own your space and then partner with people. So I've never tried to set up a business doing public speaking training. I could, um, I've got that skill set in the locker, but it would just dilute the effectiveness of my message. So rather than do that myself, I partner with somebody like Andy and promote his training because it's world-class. He partners with me. Rather than him teaching business strategy and marketing stuff, he does a little bit of the marketing stuff, but you know, doesn't focus on it fully. That's not what he's known for. Um, it makes sense for him to refer and to recommend me. Um, so I just think that you know, a lot of people are obsessed with building their audience on social media, putting content out, people are obsessed with paid advertising. Um, and I guess, you know, for me, there's the three 
key ways that you can get your message out there, the most obvious ones to me are those paid advertising, yes, social media, yes, but joint ventures is a massive one. And by the way, under social media, I'm, I'm talking all platforms. I'm also talking um, podcasting as well. You know, getting your message out organically, yes, but I do think that joint ventures utilizing other people's existing audiences, databases, um, the, you know, the, the communities that they've built and established um, throughout the career is just a great win-win. So um, quick exercise for you um, that I often do when I've talked about joint ventures uh, at our events, quick exercise for you is to write down the name or the names of five people that you could potentially joint venture with that you could add value to them, they could add value to you. Um, as a, as a, a side note, I do think that often when people are looking to grow through partnerships and joint ventures, it, it's, it's a bit of a one-way street. It's like I get a lot of people approach me and ask me to promote their products and services, and I, I fail or I struggle to see how it's a good deal for me. I can see how it's a really good deal for them getting on my stage in front of hundreds of people at an expert empires, but I'm like, well, what, how does this benefit me? And so I think when you're identifying joint venture partners, it makes sense to identify those who you feel that you could add as much value to them and their business as they could to yours. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's a bit of a ladder, really. It's like, could I have joint ventured with Grant Cardone or Gary Vaynerchuk when I first started my business? Probably not. I didn't have the money or the profile or the resources to make that happen. Now I'm able to joint venture with those people because I've got the connections that I've built up over time. I've got the resources, in some cases, the cash to invest in partnering with them. So I think, you know, you got to look at, yes, of course, look long term of who you'd love to partner with and who you think you could add a lot of value to and they could add a lot of value to you, but also look here and now. And so the exercise is to write down the names of five people that you could partner with, that you could come up with a mutually beneficial deal for them to promote you, you could promote them. You can get exposure to their audience and vice versa. It's a good deal in both directions. Write down those five names and then all I'd say, joint ventures as our business partnerships, it's a long-term game. So what I'd suggest is that you just start the process of building that connection. That's the first step. And then I think what you'll find is over time, you know, the examples I've given you, you know, I, I didn't, um, I, I didn't go and work for Andy Harrington with the intention that, what, 15 years later, we'd be doing joint venture promotions regularly. Um, you know, I didn't meet Ryan Pinnock uh, at one of those events 15 years ago as well and imagine that he would be our key sponsor for Expert Empires and speaking on all our stages. Um, but we built that relationship over time. So I guess the point is, invest the time and energy in building the relationships. It also gets you a good idea of who the person really is, what their values are, so that you can partner with people that you're aligned with. And who knows, ultimately one day it might become a business partnership. But the word of warning that I gave you right at the start of this episode is, not to jump into bed with or marry somebody on the first date and go straight into a business partnership. That is why I see most business partnerships fail. Those that last the course and stand the test of time and that are mutually beneficial in the long term are those that were built on a solid foundation um, and they spent a lot of time getting to know each other and partnering together in smaller ways before taking the plunge and going into business. So that's it for today. I hope you found this episode valuable and uh, see you next time. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. 
please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms, and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.